How's it going everybody? Josh Mason here with Puckerbrush Outdoors. Uh, we are going to start this episode off with something I haven't really done a lot. Actually, I've only ever done it once and that is predator hunting. Uh, something I've always wanted to do and really wanted to get into. It's just once again, just like deer hunting, time is never on my side. Uh, especially now I've been working a lot, been working a lot of weekends. Uh, this weekend was no different. I worked six hours a day. Um, was supposed to work tomorrow, but that got canceled, but that's neither here nor there. I'm actually happy about it. Uh, my week actually started off pretty good. And then Thursday I decided to punch myself in the nose with a piece of pipe. So I got a couple uh, black eyes and one sore nose, but predator hunting. There are so many different types of calls. I mean, there's cheap electronic calls. There's expensive electronic calls. Um, the one that stands out the most to me is Fox Pro. Um, I just got a... A cheap electric call. I don't even know where I got it from, but it was only like $20. Maybe Sportsman Guide. I don't know. Um, it works. I've never never hunted with it, but it, it seems to work. Um, the one time I did go uh, coyote hunting, um, a lot of rookie mistakes on that one. I just had a simple rabbit distress, you know, mouth call and I took the AR and I took the shotgun um and where I screwed up is I mean it was a full it wasn't a full moon but you could you could see um I didn't have any lights I didn't have any predator hunting lights I didn't even have a flashlight I don't think um but I seen a coyote come in who's close enough for the shotgun I shot and missed and then next thing you know, you see, you know, three other darts shoot off in other directions. So instead of just one coyote coming in, it ended up being four. Um, so it's, it's something I want to do. I actually got a new gun this year that I got specifically for coyote hunting. And it's just a, a Ruger 22250. I, uh, I know there's a lot of other different calibers. I mean, you could use your 223 or 5.56. I mean, I know people that use 22 mag and 22s and 12 gauge shotguns and double hot buck shot. I mean, there's so many different variables and, and areas you're hunting. I mean, if you're hunting in, you know, packed timber, obviously you don't need to reach out and touch them. So your 12 gauge or 20 gauge is going to be perfect for that. Um, a lot of the areas I hunt or will hunt are open fields or, or sitting right on field edges where I have that two and 300 yard shot. So we still have snow on the ground. And if by chance I don't work at all next weekend which I really hope that's the case. 
I think I'm going to try and, and go. Um, I haven't shot the, the gun yet that I got, the Ruger 22 250. Um, I was told it was sighted in out to 100 yards, so I think if I go, I'm going to see if I can't shoot in the backyard or if somebody has, one of my neighbors has an area that I could, I could run out and, and shoot five or six rounds with because I don't have much ammo for it. I only have, I think, 25 rounds. Um, ammo is hard to come by for anything these days, and we all know why. Uh, politics is throwing a huge wrench, wrench in that game from whether you're looking for a gun or you're looking for parts for a gun you you can't even find it or if you're looking for stuff to reload your ammo you can't even find that so but back on to the predator hunting i mean your your concealment is key your concealment in the wind um coyotes have good eyesight they have great noses um so you want to be hidden pretty well you want to keep your movement to a minimum to next to nothing really um like i said most of my hunting is going to be field edges so i i have a lot of areas i have about two thousand acres that i could coyote hunt and there's probably more I could get if I if I wanted to go out and ask, but I think I think two thousand acres and and my little area is is pretty well. Um, so I go obviously. I have the the electronic call. It, it goes out to I think fifty fifty yards. It's not anything special. It's just. It's got one speaker on it. It's not, I don't even think it's a name brand, but it has your pup in distress. It has your, you know, squealing rabbit and your squirrel and, and all that. So I, I definitely need to get the batteries, new fresh batteries and see if that's working. Um, I haven't decided if I'm going to go in the morning or if I'm going to try and go in the evening. I know i I've had coyotes run the property all deer season long. Um, I know that because I have uh, three cell cameras out in the timber right now. And I have two that run together religiously. Um, and I can only imagine they're going to pack up even more. Wow. Once spring hits, I think I'm going to try and get some get out there. And once the pup's... Once they have their pups and they're out running around, I think I'm going to try and get out there and and really hit the, the pup distress and see if I can't get mama or daddy in there and and take one of them out or two of them out. Maybe see if one of my neighbors wants to go with me and try and shoot some. Your your predator hunting does a lot. I mean, your your predator hunting, shooting coyotes, it it saves your fawns it saves your your turkey poults um just like with your trapping you know you're trapping your coons and your possums your raccoons are really getting into your turkey nests so 
that's your predator hunting. I mean, you could go coon hunting too. You know, coons are predators, so uh, raccoons are predators. And you take them out, you're helping your turkey population. Um, just along with everything else. I mean, I have, I have pictures of three coyotes in front of one of my cell cams, and they're they're eating something. I don't know what it is. I th- it almost looks like it was a rabbit. Kind of looks like there's gray hair, which I'm assuming is a rabbit. Um, I've seen them carrying squirrels, and it's just one of those things. I know. I know we have a shit ton, a shit ton of coyotes uh, running the properties. And there was one year I was walking out from bow hunting. And it was right right at dusk. I was filming, you know, and I, I was really big into filming at that time. And I lost my, my camera light. I could probably still see to shoot for another... 10 minutes but you couldn't see see shit in the camera so i went ahead and left you know did a little b-roll as i was leaving and next thing you know down in the the ravine right off to my side you know two or three coyotes hit it off you know howling and then next thing you know a couple hundred yards in the other ravine you know two or three more and then there was like six or seven groups of coyotes that were just howling like a motherfucker. And I'd be lying if I would said I wasn't, you know, a little nervous. You know, you got anywhere from, you know, just say eight to 12 coyotes, and I got a bow, you know, with four or five arrows. So to be a little nervous, you know, Everyone always says, you know, you should be more afraid of them or they're more afraid of you than you should be of them. And if it's hungry, if they're hungry, they haven't eaten for a while, they're not going to be scared of much. So it's it's one of those double-edged swords. i rather be safe than sorry. So I hauled ass and... I got out of the woods, and I felt a little bit safer once I got back to the truck. Um, I know I know people trap, and I, I've known, um, I've heard we've had a trapper out in the area, and he's gotten two or three coyotes. That was almost a couple years ago, and you could you could trap your coyotes too. So it's one of those things where. Do I learn to to trap? But then it's kind of hard for me to do because on the properties I hunt, there's cows on them. So do I try and learn to do trap around the cows? I... I know plenty of people that trap and they're they're successful at it, but they when they're trapping they're trapping everything. You know what I mean. So they're trapping beavers and they're trapping raccoons and you know they're doing it for the money. And last time I knew there wasn't much money in trapping right now. So is it even worth 
my time versus, you know, making my deer population, my turkey population healthier. Um, even though right now I, I think my deer population is probably hurting because I don't know of much, much many deer that have been taken. I haven't taken deer off the property in four years now, four seasons. Um, work got in the way a lot with this one. So I'm hoping to start 21, 22 season off with a bang and that's going to be coyote hunting to try and help these fawns survive. Um, there is a lot of cover, there is a lot of food, but I think if I could help manage the coyote population before the fawns drop, I think that'll actually help me this fall. Um, my plan this fall is to hunt it hard, um, possibly um, get out into some other properties and hunt. Um, but then do I try and get on those properties, the out-of-state properties I want, and get out there and coyote hunt, um, or whatever the landowner would would like me to do. Um, predator hunting, I think, I think it'll be a lot of fun to get out there and and shoot some coyotes. You know, you're making the calls. Next thing you know, you see two or three running in and. And then you're shooting at them and it, this is actually the first bolt action gun that I've had. So in all theory, it would probably benefit me a lot if I could just go out and shoot, you know, 25 to 50 rounds of ammo and, and get used to the, the bolt action so I could try and make myself quicker. Um, it's not something... I mean, I could I could probably make myself quicker doing it in the basement, you know, just doing, you know, dry firing, you know, pull back, bolt back, you know, simulating I'm loading, get on a, you know, moving target or stationary, pull the trigger, pull the bolt back and, and just practice that way. Um, I'd imagine that would help to a point, but it wouldn't help with, I don't even know how much recoil is on a twenty two two fifty, so I don't know if it's gonna throw me off when I'm I'm hunting or if it's just gonna be, you know, a light recoil and you know there's not much to do, you know what I mean? So um it's just one of those things I'm just gonna have to get out and play with it. I need to, you know this this podcast is here to try and and help people and teach people and I'm in here doing the podcast on something that I haven't done so you know I'm going to try and teach myself to get out there and and do these coyote hunts which I don't even know if you can coyote hunt on on public land um I don't know what the rules are and stipulations on that so 
but to to coyote hunt you go out to a farmer and say hey you know you just ask them hey you know i want to i just want to come out here do some hunting i just want to shoot some coyotes you know are you having a coyote problem and maybe they'll let you hunt and maybe they won't um one of the properties i actually got permission to hunt the farmer straight up said i'll let you hunt if you shoot any and every coyote that walks in front of you and i i'm like that's not a problem not a problem at all i said i'll even try and get out here and and get some you know coyotes shot just whenever you know i'll come out here sit in the fields and do some calls and it's time just really hasn't been on my side um now i'm 45 minutes an hour away from the property but uh to get down there with you know young kids and with working a lot it's making it really difficult to to try and get that time um oh excuse me i got my my lunch coming to back up so it's it's one of those things where you know you you make these promises to to the farmers he's got goats so obviously it's hard for them to protect themselves so if i see a coyote i'm gonna shoot it and and i got some friends that uh come and hunt ronnie Be- bell Ron- i can't even say it it's too late ronnie was uh giving me shit i made a a post to either go to bed or get on the podcast and i'm making a podcast and i can't even remember people's names so so thanks, Ronnie. I'm giving you a, a shout out right now. He's over there at Bowhunters Anonymous on Facebook. So uh, Ronnie Belfield, and he came a couple years ago, shot a nice eight-pointer, and uh, had a a missed opportunity. Uh, somebody didn't cut enough shooting length, and uh, he had a missed opportunity, a really nice nine-pointer, and uh, hopefully he gets back, back up here in Illinois and... Uh, Plays a smackdown on one of the monsters we've seen uh, earlier this year on the cameras. Uh, I know the split brow buck survives, so uh, maybe I could talk him up to talk him into getting up here uh, uh, after March. That way he could uh, buy his hunting license at the end of March, and then he's good to go. And they just got to buy his out of state tags come fall. Um, I know he'll come up here and shoot some shoot some yotes with me, so. And and maybe that's part of the thing, you know, getting out there by yourself, you know, yeah, it's fun to get out there and hunt by yourself, but it's always fun to, to get out there with like-minded friends and get out there and just have some fun and, and shoot some shit. So, uh, that's going to be, uh, I think I'm going to split this up into two segments. I think, uh, that's probably going to be the end of the predator hunting. I'm going to try and teach myself to predator hunt then i'm gonna do another episode on um things i learned things i did right things i did wrong uh blah 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 so with that i think i'm gonna take a quick second here uh then we are gonna talk about uh minerals and feed so we will see you in five How's it going, everybody? We are back. Uh, Like I said, this segment or part of the episode, maybe it's going to be its own episode. I don't know. I haven't decided. Um, But we are going to be talking about 
mineral and feed. Uh, this is also something I'm not very familiar with because in my great shithole of a state, Illinois, you're not allowed to put mineral out. You're not allowed to feed on all that good stuff. Um, but luckily for me, I hunt a, a farm, a cow farm. So they put their minerals out for their deer. They're not deer because they don't hunt their cows. And, you know, they put their salt blocks and their mineral blocks out for them. So it's not something, you know, I don't. I don't hunt around them, but they're, they're there. Um, and since this is actually something I'm not very familiar with, I'm actually on the internet right now looking at all the different kinds of mineral rocks, mineral bags, mineral rocks, mineral blocks, and holy cow. I mean, there are so many out here, and you could only assume that they work, because why would there be so many of them out here if they they didn't work? I mean, you have, just right here real quick, you have, you know real world deer maximizer you have big and j you got record rack you have perina antler max you have champion's choice you have lucky buck mineral supplement you have trophy rock powder you got the trophy rocks you have evolved habitats you have marvo minerals you have wild game innovation you have Anti-logics, you have Antler King. I mean, then you keep on going and there's Champion's Choice Trace Mineral Salt. You got Deer Cane. I mean, you got Tinks. You got Big Mineral Tine. You have Whitetail Institute. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. I mean, it's it's crazy. And you you have a lot of these these other shops, you know, that make their own and they sell them or... I know a lot of people that have made their their own. They they say it's a lot cheaper and you can make instead of buying a 20 pound bag for $15, you get like 200 pounds of of mineral for like 20 bucks, you know, making it yourself. Um whether it's with molasses or salt or or what whatever. I mean, it's I mean, you got mineral blocks here, and and you you see them. And some of these pictures I'm looking at, the the deer are just making a hole in the ground, just because they're they're pawing at the ground. You know, all that mineral is soaking up into that that dirt, and it's just I it's just obviously things that deer need, you know, just like your, otherwise the farmers wouldn't be given their, their cows minerals, you know, the, a, a deer is an animal too, which requires, you know, nutrition, which is what these, these minerals are giving. So, and 
a lot of these are obviously designed to help keep your deer healthy and and help uh your bucks grow bigger antlers which for a lot of us that's what it's it's about is you know a lot of people are headhunters so they want you know the biggest rack that they can ever shoot which i'd love to shoot the 200 inch deer but i'm not saying it's never gonna happen but the chances are slim to none i mean you could just you could get on the internet and just scroll and scroll and scroll i mean the the searches are crazy you got deer mineral site you got deer salt lick you got human salt lick which i don't know what a human salt lick is but i mean you could go to google and you could you could just type in let's just type it in right now what do deer need i'm not gonna do that we'll just google how to make a deer mineral site Here we go. I mean, it looks like it's just it's just simple. I mean, you got you could put sugar and, you know, obviously your molasses would be good there, but there's so many different things and I don't I don't think there would be a a wrong way to do it. You know what I mean? So it's it's one of those things that you you want to play with it. You got uh calcium phosphate, you know what I mean? So it's it's one of those things that I wish you could do a lot of these things in Illinois. Um but it's Illinois is never gonna pass it because it, it's it's Illinois, so I really can't. I I could talk about it, but it's it's not something I'm I'm not gonna say I'm never gonna be able to do it because I'm hoping to be able to get into um areas to hunt that you can put minerals out and and all that good stuff so so here's the recipe you got dicalcium phosphate uh a 50 pound bag for 11 dollars and then you get two trace mineral salt uh red and loose uh two 50 pound bags for five dollars so now you're into it 21 dollars and then you get stock salt or ice cream salt a 50 pound bag for two dollars so you can make 200 pounds of mineral mix for 25 call it 25 dollars um versus some of these other ones that you know you buy off the store shelf which they're already done so it if you don't want to take the time to do it you know that's fine um 
it it's obviously proven that they work. Um, I know how to make a mineral site. Um, what I would do is I'd go and I would, I would tear up the ground, take a, a garden rake, you know, make like a, maybe a two foot circle. I'd rip it up, pour some in, just keep ripping it up a little bit and then, uh, make a pile is how I would do it. Not a big pile. I would probably get one of the, the mineral licks, you know, whether it's a, a trophy rock or, or whatever. And, uh put that down and you know they say uh use creek water uh which i got plenty of creeks by me you could go pour it and then that'll actually get it you know start soaking it into the ground if you're not having any rain so um you could do that and it's it's pretty simple you could put them on stumps you know the deer will pretty much eat the stumps away uh it's it's all this stuff that the the deer need you know what i mean it you know like the the dicalcium phosphate you know a, a deer's antler is pretty much calcium so it it's bone so that is actually that's obviously going to help you know strengthen those and and grow those um so it's they're they're real easy to make it's it's obviously cheaper to make your own if you have the the means to to do it obviously you make a big batch like that 200 pounds you're not going to go and put 200 pounds worth of mineral sites out unless you have you know thousands of acres and you know 10 sites i wouldn't i don't know if i'd put five pounds at a time out i i don't know i don't i don't do it (laughs) So it's, it's one of those things where another one of those things, just like predator hunting, it's not something I do. So it's, it's, it's one of those things for me to do it. I'm going to have to learn how to do it. And I obviously can't do that in the state that I am, I'm in. So with that being said, we're going to go to the next part of deer feed another thing that we cannot do uh in illinois you are not allowed to to feed deer um it's it i mean i it's not something i'm not saying i would never do it i'm not saying that i wouldn't go out and dump 50 pounds of corn out and and hunt over it because I probably would if if it was something that the state allowed us to do I would probably say that I would be dumping corn out or I would be dumping oats or whatever you know beans corn whatever whatever the deer are interested in apples you know what I mean so I would probably be dumping it out and I would probably be hunting over it if it was legal i mean to to bash somebody who is doing everything that their state allows how how can you bash somebody for for doing what the law allows i mean i don't understand that um so i mean around me you know you got 
alfalfa and corn and soybeans. So I, there's just like gear mineral. There's so many, uh, companies out there that produce it or, you know, or, you know, attractants, you know, a mixture with it, you know, deer feed and then all your other stuff. Um, it's another one of those things that I, I have no knowledge about. Um, obviously deer like corn. Uh, I don't know if it'd be one of those things where you can take your corn and mix it with your, your mineral. I would assume that that would actually work pretty well. Um, especially if you put it in like a gravity feeder where it just comes down or if it's a dispersed feeder that, you know, you set your times and it, it sprays it around. Um, you, I mean, just like, just like the mineral, you have your sportsman's choice, you have your big and J, you have your, your whitetail Institute. I mean, you have all these companies that obviously have done it for years or have taken the time to uh do the research to do the R and D and and figure out what works. So it's it's one of those things where without being able to do it you don't have the knowledge to do so. Um I know I think you could do it in Ohio. Obviously don't quote me on that. I've never hunted Ohio. I think you could do it in Texas. Um I imagine there's plenty of other states that that you could do it in. Um maybe that's what I'll do. I'll get some research going and I will see what states you can feed deer or or bait. It's it's uh I think it's a gray area for some hunters, you know, they say, people say they don't want to feed the deer. I've heard that if you start feeding the deer, you have to keep on feeding them, uh, especially in areas that it gets cold. And, and I was, I think I've read, you also need to, to watch what you feed them because in the, in the dead of winter, you know, I was told corn is hard for deer to digest, especially in the middle of winter. And, you know, a deer can be full and have a full belly, but if they can't digest their food and turn it into to energy, then what's the point of, of feeding them? You know what I mean? So there's there's so much research that that I need to do myself, especially if I want to go to some of these states and, and hunt, you know what I mean? Whether it's public ground or private ground, which a lot of it's probably going to be, be public just because it's going to be easier access. And, and I'm just going to have to do the legwork and scout, whether it's topo map, topo maps or, or, uh, or Onyx, which Onyx Maps is is my go-to, um, especially right now. So, uh, 
a lot of research is going to have to go into it. Um, obviously, you need to follow all your state's laws on on feeding and and mineral. Um, the last thing you want to do is to have a mineral site, you know, 100 yards away and shoot the biggest deer of your life. And it's a record, world record deer. And once the investigation starts, they find that mineral site and they're like, oh, uh, you're in deep shit now. So, um, obviously, if it's legal to do that, then you're good to go. So, obviously, follow all your state's local laws and regs and and keep it legal. So, um, but since I know a whole lot of nothing uh, with the mineral and the seed, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and leave it at that and go to bed because I am tired. Uh, I'm always tired. I got kids. So, um, I'm actually looking at a picture of, uh, my oldest daughter when she was a newborn baby. So that takes me back. She's three years old. So, um, she wa- actually wanted to go see, uh, some mooing deer tonight is what she says. But, uh, a little chilly. I think it's like 25 degrees. So I think I'll get her out on the side-by-side tomorrow afternoon sometime when it's a whole 30 degrees and bundle her up and, and get her out and see some cows and maybe we'll get lucky and see some deer out in the fields. Um, but until then, shoot straight and let's all have fun. We'll see you guys later.